listener production. Triple M's Ashes Talk with Travis Head. It's Cyber Safety Awareness Month and Harvey Norman are giving you a free $50 cyber safety voucher towards any cyber security product. In-store only, T's and C's apply. Your free $50 cyber safety voucher now at Harvey Norman. Welcome to Ashes Talk, Sam Ferris and Travis Head here. Thanks to Harvey Norman. Trav, how are you? What have you been up to these past few days since we last spoke to you? Yeah, going well. Uh, not a lot. Had a nice training session yesterday and then uh, just nice and relaxed today. So got what I needed at this time of the series. You want to just make sure you're mentally prepared to go into what could be, a, well, what is going to be a very big five days. So um, we've done plenty of prep. We've done plenty of work over the, over the tour since we've been here. So yeah, and I'm going to forget how to bat in 24 hours. So just had a mental refresh day today. <laughs> That's very good to know, Trav. Uh, as always. Lots of interest in the pitch. No one knows what's going on, but what have you made of it? Uh, yeah, again, I only seen it yesterday um, for a brief period. Um, it looked pretty similar to the Test Championship uh, a couple of days out. So um, there was some live grass on it. Um, it did feel quite hard. So um, I didn't get look at it today. I haven't chatted with anyone that's seen it today. But I think yeah, as, a, as a couple of days off, well, again, we'll see in the morning and, and see if they do give it another trim or not. Or um, Yeah, I think it looks pretty similar to that game that we had. Does anyone actually know how a pitch plays before they actually get on it? Uh, yeah, well, no, that's, it's very cliche to wait till both teams are bad at <laughs> I think we seen that last week in that we come off thinking that we had ourselves quite half in the game and yes, we knew we could have should have batted better and then England got make 600. So that just showed that it was a really good batting wicket. We just missed a few opportunities. So, um, But yeah, I guess we had a look at it a few, well, a long time ago now in the Test Championship final. Feels like a long time ago. Um but um, yeah, it looks like it's always a really good wicket here. It'll be a little bit hard work tomorrow, especially if the weather looks like it's going to be a little bit cloudy and maybe potentially some rain around. So um, I guess we know what England are going to want to do in the morning, regardless of what the wicket looks like. So um, <laughs> let's see if Pack can call correctly uh, tomorrow morning. I was going to say, has there been any advice for the skipper? He said he's going to go tails again for a fifth time in a row. I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. I don't think you can chop and change right. when you need it fifth time. Oh, well, I think it's pretty obvious what I'm, I'm going to call when I get the chance of heads or tails um, for my uh, doing it back home. Um, I've stayed <laughs> thinking things ahead and not stopped. And yeah, and some blokes chop and change. I think Mitch Marsh said he used to chop and change. I think he went through a spell where he couldn't win one either. So there's been plenty of theories going around. Um, but late in the piece, I think he's going to stick fat by tails. And um, I'm, I'm pleased with that as someone who's, who sticks on one side of the coin. So how do you go at two up? What do you mean? Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, well, don't wait every time. <laughs> the Oval, a couple of weeks ago, well, seven weeks ago now, geez, it only feels like yesterday you were playing in the World Test Championship final. You were smacking them everywhere, 163 for 174 balls, a million boundaries in there and a couple of sixes. Uh, have you watched the highlight to that? Hey, not for a while. Maybe I should tonight when I go to bed. <laughs> Maybe just the second half when they start bouncing me, not the first half because I think tomorrow <laughs> I won't get many in my half, but um, has been the case for the, the previous four Test matches. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's nice going back to a place that you played well at. Yeah, no matter what the game, what the situation. So, yeah, I look forward to getting out there. And, and you get very good value for runs when you get it in the right area. And, yeah, it's a nice ground. I think it's a good contest between bat and ball. So, um, I think we'll get, we're in store for a really, really good five days. For those who haven't been there, uh, the Oval's kind of unique. Although it's, it's at a lot of England grounds, but the wicket square goes across the entire field, doesn't it? So, you hit square, it's four runs or, or no runs, basically. Yeah, whereas we've seen, yeah, a few times. And, and a few times this series, there hasn't been... Um, you haven't had to run for many runs. Um, if you get in the right space, the leads is a bit the same. The wicket square goes all the way across, and yeah, the oval is another place that's similar. Like, yeah, if you can get it through that infield, there's not much running to be done. So, 
nice as a batter, not so much as a as a as a bowler, and um, but very nice as a fielder if you don't have to turn around, especially if they've got a couple of blokes on the boundary throwing them back to you. But um, yeah, the less running in the field, the better. But yeah, she comes quicker yeah, in the outfield. <laughs> so Australia hasn't named their eleven yet, but uh, wink if Todd Murphy's in. <laughs> well, I don't actually know, so. Well, I think it's one of those ones. I think the England have named their team pretty early out in every test. Um, and I think for us, it's just making sure that we get that 100% right and look at the wicket in the morning because it has changed over the days. And um, yeah, in the morning at the tosser, I believe Pat's going to name his team. So, But I honestly, after not being a train tail, I don't know too much. Well, I know that I'm playing, which is nice, but um, I don't know <laughs> too much else. Listeners, he blinked then. So it was very confusing. We don't know what he what they're up to. Uh, but on Murphy... All reports say that he's a good chance of coming into this game. Australia didn't play a spinner for the first time in 12 years, I think it was, at Manchester. He hasn't been in the nets, and what are you expecting from him if he does play? He hasn't had much other competition in the in the spin to Poland department that's played the games. <laughs> um, but, yeah, well. no, he's probably pretty likely that he does feature. And he bowled really nicely. I faced him yesterday. He's bowled well throughout. I think we know that. I think we've, we've spoken pretty highly on that um, throughout the whole series. He, obviously, India is a different, obviously, condition-wise, but... How he, how he, uh, I guess, fitted into that group and the way that he was able to execute his skill just shows he can do it at test level. Um, obviously, a little bit tougher here with the conditions and obviously didn't go his way last week, but as we've seen over many years, there's a lot of guys that are probably um, selection issue decisions or whatnot haven't gone guys' way or people think differently. Um, that's always going to be the case. Uh, no doubt that at the Toss know people are going to have divided opinions on the team. They always do, no matter if it's a rock-solid team that's been rolled out every single game or um, if there's going to be changing. So everyone has an opinion. Um, if he does play, um, yeah, his skill set is, is ready to go. And I think it it, it could be quite important important for us, as we seen last week, if they do get our role to, to change the pace. So you're pretty keen to ice the shoulder then after last week? I think as you've seen, I think England, as soon as I took my hat off the other day, I think pretty much all the crowd were, <laughs> were looking for look, getting the hard hats ready and uh, the England batters are licking their lips. So, um, yeah, difficult for me in the first couple of days of that test match. Um, wasn't much on offer. And I think as we've seen, I can play a role in the team. It's probably later in the test match when the ball is spinning. But, um, yeah, we'll that we never know. We'll see what happens. Maybe you're a Sri Lanka specialist, only bowling those Asian pitches. I won't say I've been telling Ronnie that. So um, <laughs> I do, we go, do go back there soon. So, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, no, I've said that, that when the ball is spinning, I, I guess I come in, into the game a little bit as a part-timer if the, if it's needed. But yeah, day one, day two, especially over here in these conditions, is uh, you need to be, uh, it needs to be a, a number one skill. Yeah. Uh, some great picks have come through of you guys playing that soccer-tennis hybrid warm-up game. Uh, can you tell us how it works, how the teams are picked, and just how intense it gets? It was an intense one. We haven't had many intense ones this trip, so... I guess a nice way to go into our last game with a bit of fun, but um, yeah, it's just pretty much like volleyball. Um, couple of you get one touch, one touch per person, a couple of bounces in between that, um, and then you got to get it over the other side without getting in the, into the river in the middle. So, and as you see, there was some couple of celebrations. One, Marcus Harris was one that was targeted heavily throughout the whole fixture. <laughs> He'll say otherwise, and we had Marnus on our team, so. Yeah, and his soccer skills, he, him below the waist is horrific. So it, it lends itself to some very amusing stuff. But yeah, nice way to start training. Uh, as you see, there's plenty of energy around the group. So by that, uh, by seeing that, you can tell that we're ready to go. Well, I was going to ask who the worst is. You've kind of nominated Marcus Harris, there, but who, who's the best in the game? Best in the game? Uh, different skill sets with different people. So like Scott Bolling goes very underrated, um, banging mm. across. 
Um, but the skill set's not very high. <laughs> yeah, it, it makes for that's I think what makes for it so enjoyable because some blokes like Mitch and, and and other guys get pretty heavily involved, and the unforced error count gets pretty high, and the boys get pretty chirpy. So um, yeah, it lends itself to a nice way to start in the day. And, uh, it's not a very competitive bunch, so as soon as you start getting the teams involved uh, and a ball comes out, uh, it's, a, it's a nice way to start. How do how do the teams get picked? I think it's old olds v young, so mm. it's all about split divide. Pretty much the over thirties and the under thirties uh, at this stage, with a couple of ring-ins from either side. So uh, they go. You sort of just migrate to what side? Most blokes just migrate to the side that you think going to win, so you can give the other blokes sticks. <laughs> so they're not they're not straight down the line on age. There's a couple of blokes filter on either side, but yeah, mainly on age. Sounds like you see where Marcus Harris is going and go to the other team. Uh, blink if that's true. That is, I'm blink, I'll blink a heaps there because that <laughs> is true. Oh, he's got a bullseye on him, don't worry. Uh, one thing I did read though, that while that game was going on and you guys were mucking around, Steve Smith went straight for the Nets. Um, what's that say about Steve and uh, what are you expecting from him this week? That he's a dog because he doesn't get involved in the wall like that. He did cop some feedback from that because there was some. In, there was some. He'd already had his pads on and didn't know we were playing a game, and so the boys were just getting stuck into him. But yeah, once he's got his pads on, you can't get him off. So, and considering talking about who the worst is, it's probably best that he doesn't get involved because he oh. is six. So, um, if there's one thing that man can do, it's bat. Uh, if there's anything else, I think he's okay at tennis, but. There's not much else that's going on for him in that department. So he's not one of those guys that you say is good at everything. He's got his skill set and he knows that and that's what he's gone and done. So that's why he's in the Nets hitting balls. I know that uh, Manus Labashain, I don't know if it was an extended time in the Nets because he spends a lot of time in the Nets anyway ahead of that fourth test, gets 1,500. Feels like from back in Australia that Steve Smith is priming himself. He really, really wants to end this series on a high. Do you get the same feeling and some big runs out of him? Yeah, he trained really well last week and he was disappointed not to go on with the star here in the first innings. And he's got a seriously massive love affair with the Oval. So um, yeah. his record is very good. Um, so, yeah, I, he, I think we will pass the other day and, and sort of felt like he was there, um, thereabouts. And, and normally when he says that, he doesn't miss out. He doesn't say that all the time. Um, but, yeah, he sort of gave us a wink last week. So um, he wouldn't have been too pleased on missing out on the runs. But uh, he goes to a place this week where, yeah, he's, he's played some unbelievable test career, some unbelievable innings, and we look forward to hopefully him pitching his 10 out there and, 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 and <laughs> just spending as much time as possible out there. Yeah, memories of that first test ton, what, 10 years ago? So uh, 31 in between that one, and him winking is a good sign as well. Uh, Trav, no changes for England. Uh, any surprises there? No, I think oh, they, they would be pretty pleased with the week they had, so um, not surprised that, yeah, they... They played really, really good cricket uh, last week, so they'll be um, full of confidence going into this week and yeah, no surprises that they hadn't changed their, their 11 and they've always announced it pretty early. So I guess from our side of things, it's nice going into the game knowing what they're gonna, how they're going to go into it. Is that actually a tactic that you guys employ? We, the big hoorah down here in Australia last week that uh, Australia didn't reveal their team that Sam Kerr was out for the World Cup, but it's kind of a tactical advantage not letting your opponent know your team until the last minute. Is it something that plays into the mind when you're making that decision? Um, oh, that, yeah, that's a pat, that's a pattern, Ronnie sort of question. Yep. I know I know. there's sometimes that we get told earlier than sometimes and sometimes you're looking at wickets. So um, tactically, I don't think we're too – like we haven't been a team in the past that have played funny bungers in the media and worried too much about everything else. I think yep. 
everyone that's done media and everyone's done this series are pretty, pretty, pretty open and honest about where we're at and what we need to do and what we're expecting. And, um, yeah, we haven't really worried too much about that side of the thing. So I think if we wanted to, we could. If we didn't want to, it's, it's yeah, it's purely down to what I guess the team feels. And it's definitely not a, a side of trying to play funny buggers is pretty obvious. And it's, and in this day and age, everyone's prepared for anything. So, um, I guess yep. England won't be too bothered about hearing it six o'clock tonight or at 10 30 at the toss tomorrow morning yeah lots have been made about tactics speaking of them uh in the field for you guys especially after last week have you guys discussed tweaking those tactics and what can we expect at the oval yeah I, I, the the tactic meeting or the this the leaders within the group definitely have caught up and talked about where they want to go and direction and where we can get better and i think last week we we said that one of those days were potentially coming and we needed a and how we adapt to that, and it's nice to see one, and now we can learn and get better at it. This team's always talked about making sure that we can try to be better and learn and, and understand the game and, and where can we get better, and um, no doubt that we, we probably have got some um, areas of improvement in that space, And um, but there's not many teams in international, international cricket that hasn't had to overcome that, and um, England have been a very good team, and um, they were always going to have a great day. It was always going to ebb and flow, and, and they had a really, really good day, and yes, we could have been better, but... Um, no team's going to go through a perfect patch where they don't have to overcome obstacles. So um, that day come, we've had that, and now um, the proof will be into what we do this week. If if we if that occasion arises, hopefully it doesn't, and hopefully that plan A works for us. But there's no doubt that there's been um, a lot of chat over the last sort of five or six days. Yeah, you have one bad game, and everyone sort of turns on the skipper Pat Cummins. Speaking of Pat, how does he go shouting? Because I remember Steve Smith used to say that he'd shout the boys a meal every tour. Tim Payne, famously very tight. What about Paddy? Now oh, Paddy's good. Paddy looks after the boys <laughs> in the right stages and the right times. Um, he's a well calculated man, as you know. Um, yeah. So he waits for his right <laughs> moments. But yeah, I'd say he's a, he's a hybrid between the two of them. Right. It was hard to get something out of Payne, but uh, and Smudge wasn't too bad every now and then. Right. Uh, I think that's a Gillette hybrid, so he's uh, sticking true to being a brand ambassador there. Uh, the Mo's back. Speaking of Gillette, you've had a shave. It's looking good. Yeah. Just just before, I had this filthy beard, and I finally got my hands on the trimmer, um, which is nice. So feeling feeling nice. I wake up in the morning. It's, it's back. So Jess, not overly pleased when I walked in the room before, but um, a few <laughs> other people maybe. And we'll see where it gets to the next couple of months again. We've got the World Cup coming. I don't know how I'm going to go in India with the heat, but. Yeah, and he's back for it. Might come back for a little bit. We've got big Mo energy here. And finally, Travis, just how determined is this team to win this match and win the Ashes and do it for the first time since 2001? Yeah, it's massive. Obviously, we, we had that feeling in 19 of obviously having a great opportunity, missing that, and it's probably strengthened um, the willpower of the team. Obviously, understanding, yes, it was great to retain them for the first time in 20 years and uh, no one had done that and we were able to do that and what's a, what a great achievement and then we probably left that too thinking that the what ifs we could have potentially have, have won that 3-1 so um, I think it, it, a lot of that group is still here um, understand the importance it is just another game we've got to go out there we start none for none tomorrow and it's, it's a high pressure game and we love it but we've got to make sure we play the moments really well um, I think that's what we did really really well on the start of the tour so this game's going to ebb and flow over the next five days um, it's going to be pretty hectic um, we understand that every test has been hectic, every test and match has been stressful. So if we can win those big moments, um, we'll come out of it on top, hopefully. And yeah, what an amazing achievement that will be. So uh, look forward to the, the next little period. It certainly would. And we're all behind you, Trav. Uh, go well, mate. Thanks for talking to us on Ashes Talk. 
Thanks, Matt. Thanks for having me. That was Travis Head. Thanks to Harvey Norman, Adam Peacock and Brad Haddon. We'll be back with you tomorrow morning recapping day one of the fifth test. Catch you next time. It's Cyber Safety Awareness Month and Harvey Norman are giving you a free $50 cyber safety voucher towards any cybersecurity product. In-store only, T's and C's apply. Your free $50 cyber safety voucher now at Harvey Norman.